The Podcast Revolution Network is a collective of independent broadcasters banded together for mutual support, success, and to raise new voices to our platform. Our shows are made possible through listeners like you supporting our cause. For more information on supporting Podcast Revolution, please visit podrev.org. That's P-O-D-R-E-V dot org. Thank you. Well, hello, hello. How you doing? How you doing? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. This is the S. Anthony Thomas, and this is episode number 244. How are you doing, you sass bastards? How's it going? Now, before I get started, I just want to say one thing. I want to give a special shout out and thanks to the Robin Slim Show. They had me on their program. It was a really fast half an hour section of their program, you know, and uh, I really appreciate them having me on. I always had a great have a great time on the show. It was my second time back and uh, it was fun. It was really fun. A bunch of Jersey guys. I'm a Philly guy. So we fit in together. Well, um, all three of those sick bastards and my weird ass get along well, mainly because we're all deranged in a similar way. <laughs> so Robin Slim Show, check it out. Uh, not just when I'm on, which is the current episode, but check it out just in general. And uh, thanks for having me on, guys. And now let's talk about what we want to talk about this week. My friends, it's December 3rd. And I'm one of those people that I, I, I work in kind of 11 month cycles, to be honest with you, because I spend the last four weeks of the year, December, December 3rd to the 31st, those four weeks planning on what I'm going to do. Like the first half of it, I usually spend looking over what I did the year before and what worked and what didn't work. And then the rest of the time, however long that is. Uh, remaining planning and plotting out what I'm going to do for the next 11 months. And it's usually about two weeks on one and two weeks on another. And that, that's how it works. The two weeks I go through what I did. And the next two weeks I go through what I'm about to do. And then that's how I work because I'm not one of those new year's resolution people. I hate that crap because quite frankly, it's a whole bunch of garbage. Whatever you think you're going to do and you say that New Year's Eve resolution crap, I got news for you. You ain't doing it and you're not fooling anybody. See, a lot of times when we, we open our big ass mouths and say what we're going to do and how we're going to do it and did the Bama do this and did I'ma do that, a lot of times now everybody can sit there and hold us to that crap. Now, what about during the course of the time we realized that the goals we set were kind of stupid in the first place? We still got a bunch of jackasses holding us to that crap and it sucks. Then all of a sudden you start worrying about what they're thinking about your progress. And then you're spending so much time on that that you're not spending time on doing the crap you're supposed to do in the first place. And I want to say right now, F that crap. Oh, hell no. Now, I'm not above it. It's it's the same thing with me. I got caught up in the same crap recently. I mean, I don't do the stupid New Year's resolutions crap, but I made a dumbass mistake and I'm going to have to pay the piper and I ain't looking forward to it. What am I talking about, you bastards? Well, let me tell you. I have a doctor's appointment coming up and I was I was in the office talking all this crap. The doctor was saying, you're doing well, losing the weight, Mr. Thomas. You're doing it the right way. You're doing it slow and steady and everything's great and everything's cool. And I said, ah, ha, ha, 
I don't feel like waiting, Doc. I'm getting this weight off quick. And by the time you see me again, Doc, I will have lost this, that, and the other. And I will have done this and lost that and this, that, that, and that. And all of that crap. Talking all of that garbage. Talking all of that crap. I talk so much crap. And I know the doctor was looking at me like, hey, this guy's really energetic. This guy's really going to do it. I can't wait to see the amount of weight this guy loses when he comes back. And all she's going to find out is I have failed miserably. Okay, I'm being a little hard on myself. I didn't fail miserably. I'm kind of at the halfway mark because I set the bar a little too damn high and I thought it was going to happen. But quite frankly, when you set a bar that high for losing weight and getting in shape, your dumb ass starts to work out a little bit too hard. And all of a sudden, you're going to hurt yourself. And then when you hurt yourself, you can't work out. Why? Because you hurt yourself. And why did you hurt yourself? Why? Because you're a jackass. So there was some downtime in there when I hurt my back and some downtime there when I pulled this muscle and some downtime there when I didn't fucking feel like doing it. <laughs> right. So I know now I'm going to be I'm right around the 51 percent mark of what I said I was going to lose, which if I had just kept my mouth shut and the doctor said, you're doing it slow and steady, you're doing a good job and lost that amount of weight that I actually would have lost at the time I go to the doctor soon. The doctor would go, you're still doing a good job. You're doing a great job. That's great. Keep it going. Keep it going. But I opened my big yap and talked a lot of crap about what I was going to do and it ain't going to happen. <sighs> I want to break into that doctor's computer and I know she wrote down the weight that I said I was going to get to and I ain't there and I want to I want to go in there practice her handwriting take that page rewrite that whole page of, of, of notes that she made about the last doctor visit and then write down the number that I'm actually thinking I'm going to hit before I get there and then she'll go wait a minute I thought I wrote down another number oh well it must have been my mistake that's right doc it was your mistake it definitely wasn't me talking a lot of crap and then falling short because well that can't possibly happen right <laughs> talked so much crap about what I was going to do man I was kind of like one of those boxers or MMA fighters that talks a whole lot of crap about how you're going to destroy this opponent and crush this opponent you're going to knock him out in the first five seconds and knock him out you're going to hit him so hard that his ancestors are going to have a black eye you're going to hit him you're going to beat him so good his family won't even want to see him after the fight you're going to smack him around so good you're going to look out the, the out of the ring or through the octagon cage at the dude's wife and she's actually going to be on the phone calling a divorce lawyer because she's embarrassed to be married to somebody getting his butt kicked so good you're going to see a bunch of his kids sitting next to him and they're going to be going they're going to leave their mom run out to the, 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 the vendors and they're going to go and buy shirts for you and they're going to go he's our dad but you're our hero that's how bad you're whooping this punk butt and that's what I'm saying and you, that's what you say you're going to do and then somebody you thought you could beat real bad all of a sudden you get in the ring and you can't knock him out you can hit him but he can also hit you and he hits as hard as you do and you're going this ain't gonna be fun and all of a sudden it's the first round and the second round and the third round but you were supposed to knock him out in the first round you didn't why because it's now the 10th round and the 11th round and you win on a split decision one point on each card in fact one of the cards had as a draw and you were supposed to destroy this person and whoop their butts and knock them down and beat them and chop them and beat them and knock them out and kill them and croak them and destroy them and your punk ass barely got out of the 
ring with your life. Your face is all smashed up. They're trying to interview you and you're talking. That's how you sound because he hits you in the mouth so many times. He's busted up too, but nobody expected him to win. They expected you to knock him out real quick and then you look like you were in a car accident. Oh no. Well, that's without the without the pain in the blood is how it's going to feel when I go to the doctor's office. I was talking all of this crap and she's going to look at me and she's going to as soon as I walk and she's going to go. Hi, yes, Anthony. How's it going? Hey, doc. You know, I would put you on the scale, but I can look at you right now and see you did not meet your goals, did you? Why don't you sit down in the chair? Okay. All righty. You know what I'm going to do right now? Uh, no, what, I'm, what are you going to do? Well, you talk so much bull crap about how much weight you were going to lose. And I was really proud of you. And I started bragging to other my uh, the other doctors about how good you were going to do, because I just assumed you were going to do as well because you were so enthusiastic. And I actually lost money because they said that fat bastard is not going to lose that amount of weight. And I believed in you. So I'm going to have to get back at you somehow. And the way that I'm going to do that right now is um, I'm going to call in some medical students Hold on. I'm going to call in the the medical student that gossips the most. I'm going to have her come in here right now. Excuse me. Yes. Um, he's here. Oh, S. Anthony, the fat bastard that did not lose the weight. The one that <laughs> I won 50 bucks off you for. Yes, that one. There he is. Hi, S. Anthony. I want to thank you very much for the $50 I, um, I made betting the doctor that you were going to fail miserably. Um, let's, can I help out with the exam? Sure you can. Okay, could you stand up, Mr. Thomas? Sure, I'll stand up. What do you want me to do? Okay, could you take your shirt off? Okay, there we go. Oh, you want to listen to my heart? Oh, no, no, no. I just wanted to poke you in the stomach and make that uh, Pillsbury, Pillsbury Doughboy sound. <laughs> you really you really think that's funny? Yes, I do. Could you, could you leave and just leave me with the doctor, please? One more thing. No, no more things. Doc, really? Hey, you're the one that lied. Turn around, please. Is this the prostate exam? Yeah. Well, you just slapped me on the ass for it. I just wanted to see if it jiggled. Really? Now you, excuse, you're the one that said you were going to lose the weight, fat boy. Now sit down and shut up. Oh, God, this is ridiculous. All right, I'm going to put you up on the scale and see how much you effed up and completely failed. Step on the scale. Oh, it seems to me you lost slightly more than half what you said you were going to lose. Mm-hmm. Could you go back down and sit down, loser? Wow, this is, you know, your bedside manner sucks. Maybe you should stop sucking on popsicles and cupcakes. How about that? Wow. Really? Oh, man. Oh, man, where is your supervisor? I want to talk to the supervising physician. I'm not putting up with this crap. Oh, sure, I'll go get him. Uh, Mr. Thomas wants to speak with the supervising physician. Could you send him in, please? Yeah, he's really going to give me a hard time. I really, I want to apologize right now because I, I, I've been really unprofessional about the whole thing. I, I hope that you can forgive me and that you don't get me fired. I don't want to get you fired. I just want to make sure that you're reprimanded for your, your lack of professionalism. Hello? Hey, what's going on? Yes, I'm the supervising physician. I understand you want to be to come in here for some reason. Yeah, so this doctor here. Uh, you as Anthony Thomas. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's that? Oh, <laughs> Oh, what's funny? Oh, <laughs> uh, you're the you're the guy that, that talked all of that bad garbage about how much weight you were gonna lose, and uh, she believed you. And she, we we all better. We all we all. As soon as you came in, we knew you were gonna fail. So we go. There's no way in the world he's gonna be able to lose that amount of weight. 
Okay, this is really getting uncomfortable. Yeah, first of all, I want to thank you for the money I won. <laughs> what, what, okay, what, you want to complain about her? Why don't you complain about yourself, fat boy? Huh? How about that? She's running around this office all proud of you, talking about how you're going to lose all this weight. What am, oh, I'm supposed to reprimand her? I should reprimand you. Uh, in fact, I'm going to help out with the, with the, with the, with the, get up there on there. Put the, put the paper down. Sit down. I'm going to help out with the, the, look at this here. What is this? What is this? Why are you flicking my abs? Abs. <laughs> you see abs in there? <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you got to have to do this. I can't take this. This is just embarrassing. I think I'm going to have to switch doctors. Oh, no, 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 you're not. You're not switching doctors until you lose the weight you said you were going to lose. You owe it to me. Now it's about you? Yes, it is. I lost $450 because of you, you bastard. And now it's double or nothing. The next time you come back, you will have lost. You will lose the same amount of weight the next time. And damn it, you're going to lose that amount of weight. Because if you don't lose that amount of weight, why are you holding my throat? Because I lost a lot of money on your fat ass. You're gonna you're gonna lose a certain amount of weight by the time you come back here next time. Because if you don't and I don't get my money back, oh I ooh. Okay, fuck up. Get your, get your hand off my throat, please. Oh. Jesus Christ, a little tiny woman. You got some strong ass hands. Alright, I'm not gonna switch doctors. I promise I'm gonna lose the amount of weight I said last time, the equivalent amount of weight between now and my next doctor's visit. Oh, you better. Just like I said, it's a double or nothing bet than I I'm making good living, but I don't like losing. Um, Doc, your your nose is touching my nose and And you're breathing kinda of in my shut up. Put your clothes on. You better have lost that weight by the next time you come back here, fat ass. Because if you don't I'm gonna put some stuff in your records. In your medical records, you bastard. And it's gonna be your word versus mine. <laughs> wow. Um I'm gonna leave now and uh I gotta go do my podcast. I don't care what you do next. All I know is your ass better be a lot smaller. Okay, I'm gonna back out of the room now and uh I'll see you in... Oh, sure. Go to the receptionist and tell them that the schedule for six months, okay? Okay, Doc. Whoa. He's crazy. Anyway, guys, listen. What I'm saying is your New Year's resolutions. New Year's resolutions are the kind of things that I don't do. And I don't think you should do them either, man. You should make changes. Lifestyle changes, damn it. Because every time you say stuff you're going to do, the stuff you say you're going to do, you don't do. Right? As soon as it comes out of your mouth, you know you're lying. I'm going to leave him. And your friends are all doing the same thing. She's not going to leave him. I can't take her anymore. She's too difficult. I'm dropping her. He ain't dropping her. It's even the little things. Even the little things will get you. Will be you saying stuff and nothing happens, you bastards. Don't let the cat out the front door. Don't let the cat out the front door. Don't let the cat out the front door. You say it. 
when you should have just get up off your ass and close the door before the cat runs out. You're saying it like the door is going to close itself. The person that left the door open is gone. Why? Because they're dumb. How do you know they're dumb? Because they know you got a cat that left the door open. But you didn't get up and close the door, did you? No. And now what are you doing? You're standing outside in your drawers at nine o'clock at night trying to yelling for Mr. Whiskers to come back to you before the bus runs over the stupid ass cat and everybody's looking out the window going, she probably should have just closed the door. She probably was just yelling that somebody should close the door and then the cat ran out. She's, 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 that, that, then again, her in her drawers and she's going to get frostbite. Let me go out there and help this crazy lady find her cat. That's all I'm saying. So I don't tell people what I'm going to do anymore. I just do it. Like Nike says, I just do it. That's the kind of man I am. I just get things done. Yeah, that's right. Really? Oh, God. I thought you left your keys. I didn't leave my keys. (laughs) I made other ones. What do you want? I just wanted to join on the podcast. Oh, God. Every time you show up, you become the, the, the king of haters and you just sit there and hate on me all the time. I mean, can't you? I mean, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be nice if, if you, when you decide to show up and become part of the podcast, we could just have a conversation, just like a friendly conversation, you know, for the enjoyment of the sass bastards? Yeah, um, no, I, I, I enjoy hating on you. Okay, just just be productive, man. You're sitting there telling all of these people about how you get it done and you do it and you're going to do this and do that. But you, but, but sometimes you don't get it done. And what are you talking about? Well, first of all, you're even talking about right now how you went in the doctor's office and made an ass out of yourself trying to show off because your doctor's cute and you tried to talk about how much weight you're going to lose. Uh, the fact that my doctor is attractive had nothing to do with it. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah, oh really. So you so you go to the doctor and you bought new underwear every time you go to the doctor and you wear cologne and when you go to the doctor and you shave the night before and then you wake up early and shave again. Then you always do that. I do that on a regular basis. You only do that when you're going to see the doctor. <laughs> That's a coincidence. Really? So every every six months to a year, to the day before you go to see the doctor, you buy new drawers and cologne, and you think that that's a coincidence. <clears throat> uh, he's, he's of course, uh, joining in on, the, you know how sometimes on the podcast I, I'll start telling a story, and then I'll go off into these little wacky little things, the comedy sketch that's inside of the story. You know, obviously because this is my podcast, and sometimes he comes in, he's doing the same thing, <laughs> because I, that, <clears throat> I absolutely did not just buy new underwear, just to go see the doctor and, I, and, and wear cologne that I normally don't wear just for the doctor. And I definitely do not <clears throat> shave at night and then shave early in the morning to have make sure my face is, 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 is fresh and clean for the doctor. You know, sometimes when you go to the dentist and you brush your teeth extra good for the dentist, you know, I mean, I, I mean you're not saying that I'm attracted to the dental hygienist. Um, you are attracted to your dental hygienist. <sighs> <clears throat> And you actually, the funny thing about it is you actually bought new underwear and new cologne and shave at night and shave in the morning for the dental hygienist and she's not even going to see your underwear. <sighs> well, maybe I'm doing it because I want to feel pretty. Have you ever think of that? 
Huh? You think women just buy thong underwears and lacy bras just because they have for their boyfriends? Well, what about women that buy it when they don't have a boyfriend? They're doing it for themselves. They're doing it for themselves, not for the person. Really? You, you want to keep it? You want to keep going with that? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Well, if you're just doing it for yourself, how come when you were putting your underwear on? I can hear you through the door singing, going to see the doctor today, going to see the doctor today, going to see the doctor, going to see the doctor, going to go see the doctor today, hope she thinks I look good, oh, and then I walked in and you're standing there looking at your ass in the mirror in the new jeans you bought because you're going to go see the doctor. <laughs> I needed new jeans anyway, I didn't really know what you, what you talking about. <clears throat> can I just finish talking to my people about some stuff? Look, look, if you're going to be talking all of this crap, you sit there talking all of this and about how you don't make New Year's resolutions. That's true. That's true. I see that you do the thing near the beginning of the month and you go planning, looking at the past year and planning the next year. I see it. And that's a, that's a good thing. See that? See, there you go. That's how you contribute to the podcast. You help out by saying some positive, affirming things and joining in. We're trying to entertain the sass basses, but also, you know, some stuff that goes I go through, you know, and sometimes I hope that maybe they, they if they go through some of the same things, maybe they could listen to what happened to me and you make some different choices. So do you think your sass basses also go out? and buy new underwear specifically for the dental hygienist and for the doctor i'm pretty sure um, i mean i'm not i'm not I'm, I'm what i'm saying is i'm not saying that i actually did that but i'm saying that if if i did do that that that, that would not be weird i'm just um, i'm turning your mic off no it's off bastard so what i'm saying folks forget him what i'm saying folks is listen it's not about what you say, it's what you do, right? You ever just have a friend of yours or somebody you know and they have big goals and the ones that actually succeed and get the big goals and get the things done are the ones that keep their mouths shut? You ever had that friend that kind of disappeared and then they came back with a damn master's degree or a, or, or a bachelor's degree and you didn't even really know they were in school or they said they were in school and you didn't notice it? Or that person that just slowly gained, didn't hang out as much as they used to. They hung out enough, but not a lot. And then all of a sudden they were in good shape or that person that wasn't around that often and they were starting a business, but they didn't really bring it up. They just kind of worked on it. And the next thing you know, I have a corner store. That's all mine. I own it. And you're going, hey, when that happened? And it was happening the whole time, but they didn't talk about it. They didn't put the pressure on themselves. They just went about and did it. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying to you, my friends. Right. Don't say it. Do it. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to do it. I got the microphone fixed, you bastard. Trying to turn off my mic. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna do it. Why don't you tell those people that you're sitting in your drawers right now recording the podcast? <sighs> these are sweatpants. Okay, these are drawers. Let me put my pants on now. No. Jesus Christ. I gotta do your podcast in your drawers and now big mouth over here. Why are you looking at me in my drawers anyway? I'm really just you doing another voice, stupid. Oh, that's right. Now, folks, listen. <laughs> listen, folks. All I'm trying to say is that I noticed that a lot of the times um, when I was successful in my life, what I, what I noticed was the most successful times, the times when I got the most done was when I didn't say a damn thing to the people around me. Not, I mean, well, I didn't, It wasn't like I didn't say anything to them, but I didn't just kind of pound away on it. I just kind of say, I'm going to do this if it came up. And then I would do it. 
But whenever everything that I say, I'm going to do this and this and that, and I'm going to do and I'm going to pronounce it, I'm going to get this and I'm going to do that. Every time I did that, it kind of failed a little bit. There was a lot of pressure on it. There was people in my business all the time. There were people who even, and here's the funny thing. Sometimes there are people around you that are a little bit jealous that you're actually kind of moving in a certain direction. You're starting to do things, things that they are not comfortable with you doing, meaning achieving some stuff. And they kind of throw up roadblocks. You know, they get in the way. And it's better to not let them know what you're doing until it's already almost done or done. So I don't mind telling you guys. I'm actually telling you guys stuff that I don't tell people that I know. I know what you're thinking, but they listen to this. Oh, that's right. They do listen to this. Oh, crap. Uh, I should probably have rethought that because I kind of wanted to tell you guys about it. But I didn't want to tell the people about me. about. I know what I'll do. I'll label this episode with a name that makes it sound like it's something educational and then the people around me that are idiots won't listen to it Aha! i'll name this episode string theory or i'll name it um how to fix a toyota camry tire granted the title will also take other people who normally would listen to me and go i'll catch him next week because i don't want to hear that crap ah is there any way I could let my regular listeners know that it's, the title's a fake title just to make people that I know not listen to this particular episode? Uh, I've got to put some thought into this. How do I fool people that I actually know in person and make them not watch, listen to this? I mean, thank you. Hmm. I don't know. I'll, I'll think about it between segments when I try to figure out how to fool people and not knowing and not listen to this. I don't really want my shit sabotaged by dopes. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. I know what I'll do. I didn't even think about this. I'll make a copy of this episode on flash drives. And then I'll uh, travel to wherever you guys are and hand this episode to you individually. That would get expensive because some of you guys are overseas. Oh, that's not a good idea either. Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll do this. I'll record this episode and the people that I know that are around me that would sabotage shit, either whether they're doing it on purpose or subconsciously decide they want to sabotage my shit. I'll tell them this is a really special and touching episode and it would really make me feel good if you definitely listen to episode 244. Whatever you do, if you really care about me, please, please listen to episode 244. Because if I do that, all the people that would sabotage your ass, all the people that are big pains in the ass would all of a sudden drag their feet. Well, I'll get around to it. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I know it's important to you, so I'll definitely get around to episode 244. Did you listen to it yet? Oh, wait, no, I had this thing I had to do. I didn't get a chance to because I didn't get back. That's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah, that's right. That's what you can do with people that sabotage you. If you want to keep them away from some crap, tell them that it's important. That, you know, I really need you to come over Friday, you know, to help me out with some stuff. It's really important. It's really something I really need to get done. And if I don't get it done, I might get in a little bit of trouble. And you know damn well those bastards won't even show up till Sunday. Oh, yeah. I'm going to use that one. You should let, let's all try that and find out if that actually works. Right. You ever have somebody you, you tell them something's important to you and they always fail you when it's really, really important. Instead of being mad at them, use that to make sure that bastard isn't around when you don't want him around. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, that's so good. 
I remember a girl I was dating, and I told her it was I was doing a special show. I was auditioning for something, and I was like, "I was this was a long time ago." I was really nervous about it, but I figured, you know, I figured that the, the girl I was seeing at the time that I really cared about, I figured, you know, if she was there, I would be so busy, I would be so pumped up trying to impress her that it would help me get through the jitters of you know of the audition. And I said, "Yeah, this is gonna be great. She's gonna be there. I'm, my girl's gonna be there. I'm gonna get a kiss before the thing. I'm gonna get up on the stage and do my thing. I'm gonna be great. I'm gonna see her laughing and smiling, and she's." gonna be proud of me and it's gonna be great and I'm gonna get the job at the beginning and she gave me a phone call and said she couldn't come now she knew about it for a long period of time and I'm not gonna say exactly what kind of bullcrap excuse she used but it was a bullcrap excuse and she didn't come I went on stage and I did my thing and it went well but I was so busy thinking about the fact that she didn't show up and I was so disappointed and I know that I didn't perform at the top of my abilities. And that's my fault. I can't blame her for not being there. It's my responsibility. It was my responsibility. Hmm. But the more I think about it, if I was the type of guy that actually cheated, which I am not and never will be, I could have very easily met a lady and said, hey, girl, let me and you do something nice. Let me do something nice. You know what I'm saying? Let me put this, let me get up in that chocolate, girl. Well, the only time I can see you this week is Saturday night. You know? Yeah, girl, I would be there because, you know, me and you can go to the show. I'm going to get on stage and perform up there. And then I'm going to take you home and I'm going to get up on your stage and give you a private show. <laughs> Hi, this is your original girlfriend. Oh, hey, girlfriend that I'm actually seeing. What's going on? Oh, uh, how's it going? Are you going to be free? What about Saturday? You know what? It would be really important. It would make me feel really good. It would be really important for you to show up Saturday. I need you there Saturday. I might be a little bit off. You have to be there Saturday. It's very, very important. I'll be there. <laughs> sure you will. Four hours later. Hi, um, yes, I really can't be there. Something came up that really, well, quite frankly, I'm really just jealous of the fact that you're pursuing your dreams and I'm not pursuing mine. So I'm just not going to be around you right now because your happiness makes me feel bad. Okay, I know that you didn't actually say those words, but that's what you meant. All right, I'll see you Monday. No problem. Hello, woman, I'm going to be banging because my girlfriend was just tricked into not showing up. Yes. Well, come up on Saturday. She's not going to be there because I told her it was important to me. And because it was important to me, she made it a point to not be there. So feel free to bang the crap out of me. I'll do that. Fantastic. Folks, I'm thinking that's what we should do. You know, use people's bad habits against their punk asses. That's it. If somebody is not reliable, whenever you don't want them around, if they're annoying to you, tell them it's important. Oh, God, I just real. I'm going to start using that. I'm going to write that down. Forget y'all. You know, that's a good idea that I'm going to use in my real life to teach some people some damn lessons if I want to get rid of them. Right. I realized I used to do that to my nephews when they were kids. I really did. When they would start fighting and all of that kind of crap. And I wanted them to leave me alone and shut up. I would go, OK, you guys, you sit on this couch right now when you do not turn on that television for the cartoons don't do it now i'm going to be downstairs in the basement working on something you know so far away from the tv that if you were to turn it on really low and disobey my orders and watch the tv set and be so enthralled with the fact that you have the tv on against my orders that you're going to stay away from me for the amount of time i necessary for me to complete the thing that having to break up your punk ass fights was preventing 
you know, I'm just saying I'm going to be downstairs and definitely don't turn on the TV in about five minutes when your favorite cartoon comes on. Don't do that. And, and, And absolutely do not be smart enough to turn the volume all the way down before you turn on the TV set and then slowly turn it up so you can actually hear it because you're sitting in front of the television set. But I can't hear it because I'm in the basement. And the simple fact that the show you're going to watch is about an hour and a half long and I need that hour and a half to finish something. That's a coincidence. Now, I'm mad at you and I'm not going to come back up for the exact amount of time that that show runs plus the amount of time for you to turn the sound back down turn off the television set and get your little punk asses back on the couch and pretend to be sad oh yeah i just realized i just added a weapon to my societal arsenal (laughs) Mm, this segment is fucking weird it's also over segment over all right, everybody, let's talk about something different in this uh, segment here, my friends. Let's talk about reliability. You know, reliability, my friends. See, what happens a lot of times when we become disappointed in people, either they don't live up to what we expect them to be able to do, or we expect them to be able to do way more than they actually are able to do. And that becomes a problem. And that's why we get upset with them. But we shouldn't get upset with them because, quite frankly, they're not up to the task. Right? When I wanted to get my GPS, I had a friend of mine that lived close to a store that was doing a Black Friday sale. Not one of those Black Friday sales where they treat the customers like cattle and expect you to sleep on the street like a jackass. I'm talking about Black Friday, meaning we just lowered our prices. We have enough product. Don't worry about it. Come get it. And I wanted the GPS, which I don't really use anymore because I have a smartphone. But you know what I'm saying. So I asked him, hey, man, could you go get that GPS, pay for the GPS and bring it to me and I will give you the money for the GPS. And if you want some and I'll give you some gas money, you don't have to give me the gas money. We're boys. Don't worry about it. I'll pick up the GPS. And you just give me the money back with the GPS. No problem. No problem, my friend. He did that. No problem. Why? Well, within his capabilities as a human being. I wouldn't say, hey, buddy, I know you don't know anything about the internal combustion engine, but could you repair my car? Dude, I don't know anything about cars. Oh, I'm disappointed in you. No. Why? Because I know he doesn't know anything about cars. Right? My three-year-old niece. Hmm? I feel very comfortable going, hey, baby. Hi, Unkunk. Hey, could you do me a favor? Could you go get the, could you get the remote control right there and give it to Unkunk, please? Here you go. Oh, that's great. Yeah. But I wouldn't say to my three-year-old niece, hey, hon, could you do a favor for Unkunk? Uh-huh, I help, I help you. Great. Here's my car keys. Would you mind going downtown and picking up a couple of cheesesteaks? And hey, here, you know, and with the change, get something for yourself, okay? And uh, bring a couple of beers back, all right? What? Of course, my three-year-old niece would not do that. Not anymore. Because I told her she did that once. I said, listen, you don't drive my car around anymore. I saw you and all your friends. And I said, why? Is that my car with a bunch of three-year-olds in it? And she goes, she drives by. Hi, young. Oh, crap. And then, then I said, get out of my car, damn it. Well, that's a, that, that's a different podcast. I'm not, we're going to stay away from that. But the thing is, you got to stay away from expecting people to do things they can't do. You got to assess the person and decide this person can do this, this and this. And as long as I'm around them, I'm going to make sure I never ask them to do more than that. And if I don't ask them to do more than that, they will not disappoint me because I won't be expecting them to do crap that they can't do. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Why did I say this? Well, it's because I had some plumbing work done. And the guy did a nice job. He did a nice job on the sink and a nice job on this and a nice job on that. Okay, great. 
And from what the guy said during the course of time, he said, hey, I can handle the job. Don't worry about it. I can take care of it. All of that crap. And a little bit of work that he did, you know, he came in and did a little bit of the work. You know, I didn't expect him to just jump right into the work. I expected him to take a look at everything and come back. He did a little bit of the work and the little bit of work he did was really good. All right. Oh, yeah. He comes back, he's got the bags and the little bubble bags and the, the, the welding and the this and the that. And he starts to get the work and he starts taking care of business. And I'm going, this guy is taking care of business. And you give him all the other stuff you want to get fixed in your house. You give him the list. You tell him what he needs to do. He gives you a price. You say you can afford it. You say, go for it, my friend. And he says, I'm going to go for it. But he does do maybe a third of the work and he does it well. But unfortunately, some of the other two-thirds of the work, he begins, he begins to take things apart. And then he goes home. Not a problem, he'll be back tomorrow. That's a lot of work. I mean, he's going to make some nice money, right? Yes, he is. Not at your house right now, though. Oh, no. Hey, you coming back? Yeah, I got to take care of something. I'll be there later today. Later today comes his punk ass isn't there. Oh, no. Oh, what about any way you could come back and just put this part back together so I can be, I'll, I'll try my best. You can't get him on the phone. Oh, no. Your sink is running perfectly. Your toilet's fine. Your tub, you can't use it. You can take a shower, but you can't take a bath. And you better not try to use hot water because the hot water side's turned off. But you can turn on the cold water side. If you want to have cold water hit you at the balls, and I don't. And I'm realizing this is one of those guys that's really good at the job, but you can't give him too much stuff at the same time. He's not reliable with more than a couple of things at the same time. A good handy person, a good repair person, and I've seen those and worked with those and employed those before to fix stuff when I, you know, when I lived in L.A., I, you could just can this guy a list of crap that needs to be fixed. He will go, I can handle that. And he, and he does it enough that he can literally give you a good, accurate assessment of what it's going to cost. He tells you how much it costs. You go, oh, cool, I can do that. Not a problem. We'll, we'll, you just you just we'll tick down that list and we'll take care of business. And what did he do? He checked off everything in the list and got it all done professionally. And then he went on to the next job. You paid him. You pay him. And you should have paid him because he did the work that you paid him for because he's a professional and he's good. And he is reliable to do all those things. But the person I was using at this other particular time was not reliable enough to do the things I needed him to do. And I was disappointed because he made it look like he was going to be able to do all of these things. But he wasn't. And I now know that. Now, do I still use the guy? Would I still use the guy? Yes. Did I recommend him to other people? Yes. But just like when you go on the Google, when you, you know, if you have that Google app or whatever that crap is on your phone and you pull into a parking lot and all of a sudden the, the ratings for all the restaurants and stores come popping up. Bing, 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 bing. Great service. Bing, bing, bing. That person at the, at the teller sucks. Bing, 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 bing. Rude service. Bing, bing, bing. Great food. All of that crap. Well, I had to give him the old Google app. And when I recommended him to people that I know, because I wouldn't recommend them to people I don't know, because people I don't know wouldn't know me, and I wouldn't be able to recommend them because they don't know me. <laughs> That's how it works. When I recommended him to friends, I said, listen, he's going to do a good job. But I'm telling you right now, only expect him to do one thing. He'll do that one thing. He'll be reliable and accurate and professional with that one thing. Do not give him more things. Don't do it. If you do it, it's on you. Do not come back to me and say, hey, man, he took apart my stove. 
And he put the stove back together, but the sink and the big, the big, the big. I just told you. I told you one thing. And the people that I talked to that listened to me, that understood what I was saying, and I was very concise, and I was very emphatic, and I told them exactly what the situation was. I know they needed to get repairs done, and I knew they needed to get repairs done quickly, and I know he could get there quickly to do one thing only. Your sink's fixed, call this guy. Bam, sink's done. If your sink's fixed, sink's broken, and your toilet's broken, oh no, you gotta make a decision. Huh? You got to make a decision where you want the water. Do you want the water under your ass or on your face? Those are the choices you got to make because both of them things ain't going to happen, you bastards. Cool water under your ass, taking out the stuff that your body wants to get rid of or some water hitting your face to wash off the crap on your face you want to get off your face. Those are your choices. Can't have them both. Sorry. It's kind of like one of those... um, well, I forgot. What was that movie where the lady had to decide which child she was going to let go off? Uh, you know, I forgot. Sophie's Choice. This is the Sophie's Choice of your bathroom. You know, uh, can I save the? I, I want to save the sink and I want to save the toilet, but I can't save them both. Which one is more important? Wait, I need the toilet. The ba- I, I, I can brush my teeth in the sink in the kitchen. I can brush my teeth in the basement. Bye bye sink. You get the toilet fixed. Well, you don't have to do that. You need to get somebody who can do all of that crap. Right. So I had friends that were going, yeah, he did a good job, man. He did a good job. Yeah, he came in and he fixed this and fixed that. It was great. Right. Fixed the one thing. And then, and I had other friends who tried to be slick, didn't want to listen to me, thought I was making stuff up. And then they gave this dumb bastard a list of crap they wanted to get fixed around the house and relied on him to get it done. Rely. Oh, I really have this party coming up. Now, I really need to get this, 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 and this done before the party, you know, and I really need to get this done right now. And again, it did not get done. And then I get a phone call. S, why'd you recommend that guy, man? He did this, but he didn't do this, and he did this, but he didn't do that, and he did this, and he didn't do that. And I said, listen to me. Do you remember the conversation we had before the bastard came over? Yes. And what exactly did I say to, to you? Well, you said you, you said you, you just only have him do the first thing, the most important thing. And you may have to get somebody else to do the other stuff because he'll, he'll give you a good price and they'll get it done. But he's not reliable for the other stuff. Oh, so I did warn you, didn't I, you dumb bastard? Um, I realize now. That I was trying to take out the fact that I was, I'm being a bit of a douche on you, even though you told me exactly what was going to happen and exactly what you said was going to happen actually happened. And had I actually listened to you, I would not be in such a pickle. <laughs> and I had to immediately stop being friends with that person because they used the phrase such a pickle. I can't have friends like that. Too much of a douchebag. <laughs> Uh, just kidding. You know who you're talking about. And Pickle Guy knows who he's talking about. And I know you're listening. And please stop saying that shit. This is my way of making you stop saying that stupid shit. Back to the podcast. <laughs> but it's really weird. I, I, I'm I, really one of those people. And I think that everybody should do that, man. You know what people are capable of doing. And you know what they're not capable of doing. And you can't expect them to do crap that they're not capable of doing. You always get mad at each. You even get mad at yourself. You know, when you expect yourself to do crap you ain't capable, you're not capable of doing and you act like you're capable of doing. 
Oh, sure, you can, I got my six kids, but sure, you can drop off your seven kids. That won't be a problem. Sure, you can drop them all off. I know what, they all have behavioral problems, and then they all like to throw things, and they, they have this habit of all, they all have the habit of breaking glass things on the floor. Not a problem. I mean, they, they, it's okay. You know, granted, I could just tell you right now that I can't handle it and have you actually disperse your kids among people who actually can handle it, but I, I, I'm going to sit here and, and make a really bad assessment of my abilities and... uh and then, uh, of course, uh, sit here and watch a disaster. <laughs> You've done it before. You know what I'm talking about. Don't act like you. Oh, I, well, what's, that's a six hour drive. I, I can make his. No, you can't. So I try to make an accurate assessment of what I can actually do. You know what I mean? What I actually do, what I can actually do, because I don't want to sit there. I don't want to do something dumb. I don't want to act like I can do something that I can't do. I'm not interested in that crap. I used to do it all the time. Oh, yeah, sure. I can do it. Uh -uh. I'd rather have somebody be annoyed at me because I'm making an accurate assessment of what I can and can't do rather than have them all pumped up thinking I'm going to do something and then having it fall down. Because if you say, no, I can't make it. I can't take you to work tomorrow early in the morning. I'm not getting back till three o'clock in the morning. You're going to have to call one of your other friends to do it. I mean, I'm going to be coming home at three o'clock. You want me to get up at five o'clock because then I got to catch this and I got to do that. I, I just will be too tired. I just can't do it. I'd rather have you be annoyed because I said that. And then at least, you know, to go and call another friend to give you a ride to work. I'd rather have that than Yeah, I'll be there. And then you're standing outside in the cold for an hour going, where the hell is he? And then I wake up and look at the clock and it's seven o'clock and you're already two hours late oh no which way would you rather have somebody be angry at you exactly so i made it a point like in the first segment i you know there's certain things i decided i'm going to do and i'm sure you're probably feeling the same way i mean you, you know i'm hoping you're not making really dumb assessments of what you're capable of doing to try to impress anybody because that's not going to work that's not going to help you know what i mean you know uh, hold on, let me. I'm, I'm at the pauses for a second because uh, my cord is tangled up. Hold on. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. I just told these dopes that I'm not capable of doing stuff. I'm the best. <laughs> I can do anything. All of that shit I just told those losers complete bullshit i just want them to be less than they can be and then there's going to be people like me that ex succeed and push harder of course i lie to everybody about what i'm capable of doing what difference does it make it's all about me because every once in a while i actually pull the bullshit off and the people that are surprised at me when i occasionally pull off the fucking lie successfully are so loud about how great i am that the rest of these chumps are just silently stewing and each one of them individually thinks that maybe i just messed up for them <laughs> dumbasses ah oh, god yeah i love my audience and all of that crap but i got news for you it's really all about me if i can convince as many people as possible to lower their expectations for what they're capable of it'll make it easier for me to dominate the fucking world oh, I had to get that off my chest I mean go back to talk to these dopes so anyway guys uh, listen um, like I always say you uh, you shouldn't just put don't put too much on your plate you know take it easy sometimes you know don't push yourself so hard to try to be the most successful person in the world you know be be happy with what you got you know what I mean you don't you know what I mean? I mean? That's what I'm telling you sincerely. You know, I, I'm taking it easy myself. It's not like I'm 
you know, secretly planning world domination or something like that. That's crazy, right? <laughs> you know, so if there's, you know, so just like I said, for, for wherever you are, just take it easy and make sure that you, you know, don't push yourself too hard. Just don't, don't set up unrealistic expectations for yourself. Excellence isn't for everybody. You know what I mean? You know, we need people to be just okay, right? So all I'm saying is, you know, just take it easy. Don't worry about it. Okay. That, that's my message for you. <laughs> <clears throat> segment over you know what guys i'm i, I was i'm sitting here I'm, uh, and i got a football game going on in the background and i wasn't really paying attention to it because i was too busy doing this and i looked over at the game and i noticed that one team was doing what i like to refer to as whipping the ass of the other team you know the body language had started to change the team with the lead was like yeah <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck. the team that was getting his ass Kicked was already going. Um, can I? We you had the window seat on the way to the stadium. You know, remember we flipped the coin beforehand. I, I get the window seat on the way back, right? Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, yeah. I mean, you can see that happening. And the funny thing about it is, what I was thinking about is, I think that everybody in in, in sports people and in, in, in certain forms of entertainment, I should say, lots of forms of entertainment, they basically, when somebody does something successfully, they copy the crap out of it. You really just do. They just blatantly copy the crap out of it. And usually that's kind of annoying, especially if you're either an early adopter or the innovator that created something. It's annoying sometimes when somebody starts to copy your crap, but it's going to happen. You know, you'll see somebody put out a sitcom about certain things. Remember when, when, when Friends came out, you know, there was like 87 Friends clones. When Seinfeld came out, there was 87 Seinfeld clones. Cosby comes out, 87 Cosby show clones. You know, Frasier comes out, 87 Frasier clones. Every time you do something successful, everybody tries to copy it or something like that. Like I said, usually that's annoying. You know, I mean, I, one of my favorite podcasts is Serial. And now I hear 85,000 Serial clones uh, coming out on, um, on on podcasts. So it is what it is, right? But I'm watching this football game. And I know that a lot of the other sports have taken a lot of things from the NFL. You know, the way they commentate, the way they interview people, all of the kind of stuff. They all copy each other. But this one team is smoking this team so badly that they could basically really just kind of call this game. And even though the team losing was game, boy, why'd you stop the game? Why'd you stop it? Inside they're thinking, thank God you stopped it. It's a contact sport. If a baseball game gets out of hand and it keeps going or whatever, it is what it is. But it's not a contact sport. And if a basketball team starts blowing another basketball, basketball team out, fine. It is what it is. It's not a contact sport, right? If one tennis player is up 87 sets on another one, it is what it is. But in contact sports like MMA and football, when it becomes really apparent, sometimes you got to stop that crap. In boxing, if you're beating the crap out of a guy and he's not defending himself, the referee steps in in front of you, waves his hand, fight over. Same thing with, with MMA. And MMA is even different in, insofar as you have submissions. So if you get a guy in a rear naked choke or a guillotine or an ankle lock or a heel hook, he can... Or she can tap out. They didn't really take any real damage. You got them in this position where they know they can't get out of it. And they can tap out before there's real damage. And there you go. But when I watch the football game, if a team is up 49 to nothing in the third, in the, at the end of the, in the, and then the fourth quarter is starting, why are you still playing the rest of this game? 
Why are you still putting these guys out there and making them run into each other when you know damn well the outcome of the game is decided? Get out of here with that crap. I know there's going to be a lot of people. I already can read the emails now. I thought you liked football. How you going to let the game? I thought that was your favorite sport. So you mean to tell me that you want them to stop the game after three quarters, 49 and nothing? Well, what about it was your home team? Really? Um, you think I didn't take that into consideration? You think if my home team is getting blown out 49 to nothing and the fourth quarter rolls around, you think I want players for my team to be getting hit in the chest when the game has been decided already? Guess what, random emailer in the future? I even count that when that happens to my home team. Yes, I do. You ever seen that when a guy, when a team's getting blown out and they take their star quarterback and they leave him out there? Well, he just wants to get the point across that they really had some things to work on yeah they're gonna have some things to work on when one of those over enthusiastic jackasses cracks your quarterback in the chest and knocks his ass out and he has to go through a, the uh, concussion protocol and he can't play for three weeks and you were behind by one game in your division and now that your star play is gone your punk ass is out of the playoffs because you wouldn't take him off the field that's what i'm talking about well, then I think that football should probably copy a little of that shit from the MMA, from MMA and from boxing. Either have the refs just go, look, you can't win this football game. You're down 63 to nothing with nine minutes left. It's over. Stop. You're done. Jump in front of the quarterback and wave your hands the same way a boxing referee jumps in front of a fighter that's punched out and he's knocked out on his feet and wave their hands. Or you can give the, you know, they have, have the, the, the ref, the, uh, the coach has that red bed, that button on his belt to let him know that he wants to challenge or he has the challenge flag and all of that crap. Well, they should have the we're done with this bullshit. We're getting our ass whipped flag and he should be able to throw that crap out too. Yeah, I said it. Because sometimes you turn to a football game. Don't you turn away from the football game? If I turn to a football game, this is Saturday night. Tomorrow, when I come back, when I get back to, to my hometown, well, not my hometown, to my home, because I'm not in my hometown. When I get back to my home, if I, if I get back in time for the football games and I turn on one of the games and I say, okay, let me get this, let me get my little sandwich ready, let me get my juice ready and my chips, all right, and let me turn on the game, 75 to nothing. What do you do then? Do you sit there and continue to watch it? Of course you don't. Do you know what you do? You turn off the damn television or you turn to another game or you go to YouTube or you go to Pornhub. I've never heard of Pornhub. You do that because you don't want to watch that crap. Yeah, I said it. What happens when you have a game that's 7,000 or nothing? Do you see anybody in the stands? No, they leave. Why? Because it's been decided already, right? You ever go out on a date when you mate, when the person you're out with you can pretty much tell that they're just eating and that there's absolutely no chance of them being interested in romantically interested in you. Right. They kind of shut it down. You kind of shut it down because, you know, they're not interested. They're not interested in you. So you shut it down. It's the way it is. Sometimes shut it down. So when I'm watching this game and this game is obviously completely out of hand. And this guy, this quarterback's getting smashed. The running back's getting dropped on his head. The wide receivers are getting hit in the chest with shoulders, taking hits that aren't necessary. Come on, man. All I'm saying is let these bastards tap out. I know, like I said, I know I'm going to get the, you don't listen to real man. Would you know the, 
a real man would, would, would want to finish out what he started, a real man. Really? Well, how about this? How about I take you and I put, an, I put a, a parachute on the back of you and then I kick you out of the airplane? Now, technically, before the parachute opens, you're falling to the ground. Why don't you complete the action? Don't be a punk and pull out the damn... Don't use the parachute. A real man would tell that ground to shut the fuck up and turn into water or tell that ground, I'm tougher than that ground even though I'm traveling at 400 miles an hour. Fuck that ground. I'm a real man. I ain't pulling out the parachute. Hell no. I don't even think the word parachute is manly. They, in fact, I'm not going to use it until they call it testosterone shoot because it's full of, because it's for dudes with testosterone in abundance. I'm not using that crap. I'm a real man. No, you wouldn't do that. You would go, let me pull out the parachute because I don't want to hit the ground at 400 miles an hour and get my head turned into juice. So all I'm saying is, man, I, I know it would go against everything everybody stands for, but there has to come, there has to be a point in, in, in contact sports when it becomes apparent that the outcome is decided, it's over, that you can just stop it. Right? Am I right? You know you agree with me. Well, right, let's see what the ratio of I agree with you and I don't agree with you. <laughs> I'm curious what the email ratio is going to be. Email me what you think. It's talk to us, Anthony at gmail.com. I think they should just shut it down. If the game gets to the point where it's obvious that it's physically impossible for the football team to win, they should shut that crap down. I, and that's my favorite sport. And that's what I'm saying, you know, so. If you agree with me, let me know. Talk to us, Anthony, at gmail.com. If you don't agree with me, I don't even necessarily have to say if you don't agree with me. Tell me at talk to us, Anthony, at gmail.com, because I already know for a fact you will tell me if you don't agree. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's funny how the people that don't agree with you always type faster. Are you crazy? I Look, S, I love your show. I listen to your show every week. I think you are funny. I think you're great. I told my friends about you. I think you're a genius. Yes, someone said that. And I'm not just saying this. Someone actually did say that. And I'm proud of that. Shut up, punks. You're a genius. And I think your show's incredible. You're one of the best out there. But let me tell you something. You're out of your mind when it comes to this. Because you said this and I say that. And I'm still going to listen. But I think you're wrong on this one. Yes, Anthony, I think you're great. I love your show. You're awesome. But you're fucking crazy if you think this, that, and that, and that. This, the bet, the biggie, 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 and you're wrong. Love you, but you're wrong on this. That's what's going to happen. Well, come on, people that agree with me. How come you let the people that disagree with me when I ask questions like that? I mean, eventually you catch up and, and the, the agrees in most cases, uh, depending on what I'm talking about, will we'll, we'll pass the disagrees. But how come you let them type faster than you, you bastards? If you agree with me, get your emails in faster because I know the people who love me but are going to break my balls. <laughs> I know. I know. I know if if any email starts out with this S, I'm a big fan. Love you. I already know the next word is but. <laughs> So if love you is in the first sentence, A.S., love you, man, but here we go. <laughs> and it's all in good fun. But uh, I'm curious. I mean, do you really think that would be a good idea? Let me know. Okay, cool. Let me end this segment. 
because I know all y'all going to agree with me. So, you know, I'm going to just end this segment now because obviously my word is law. <laughs> Be nice to me in the email segment over. Well, folks, we did it again. We did another episode of the S. Anthony Says podcast. I want to thank you very, very much. Much love to every last one of my sass bastards. Thank you very much for everything. I appreciate the love. Thanks for the kind words about the, the Robin Slim show. Go check them out. Good dudes. And thanks for having me on again, guys. Um, thanks for everything, man. You guys have been really, really cool. I got the coolest listeners on the planet. And I'm not just saying that because you people are scary. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I mean, you guys are the greatest. <laughs> you guys are the coolest. Uh, check out the show. If you're new, check out the show anywhere you want to. I'm on Google Play. I'm on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, the Podcast Revolution Network. The show actually has its own website, santhonysays.com. I'm on Twitter at Addis Anthony Thomas. The show's Twitter is Addis Anthony Says. As you all know, the email to talk to me is, of course, talk to S. Anthony at gmail.com. T A L K T O, my name, S. Anthony, at gmail.com. So make sure that you continue to use that. And uh, yeah, and I do see the direct messages, but you know, if you want to write something really long, please could you email it? Don't, uh, not a 7,000 word direct message because. I never, I, I can't get through that shit, <laughs> but, but I could do the email thing. So, so, do, so if you have, if you if it's like a quick thing, feel free to do it on the, on the, uh, on Twitter. But if it's a, if it's a longer thing, please email it. It's a little easier for me. Okay. So much love to ask every last one of you sass bastards. Much love to every last one of you. Thank you for everything. And like I always say, it doesn't matter to me whether you listen to me while you're riding on the lawnmower, whether you're in your car, whether you're on a treadmill, whether you're walking down the street. It doesn't matter to me. I just want to say thank you for letting me to into your earbuds, let me to your ears, let me into your cars, let me into your thoughts, let me into your hearts. Much love to every last one of you. And I'm going to say goodbye the way I always say goodbye. And I want you to say it with me on the count of three. Are you ready? Of course you are. One, two, three. S. Anthony, out.